Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back. Babylon Talmud, Daf Samach Gimel of Masech the Brachos. This is the last full double-sided page of Masech the Brachos. We are really, really getting very, very close to the uh, end of the Masech, which is pretty cool. Um, also, a bunch of Agadatas today, so I'm, I'm just going to jump in. And uh, so, let's, so let's get started. Mm, we're about seven or eight lines into the page in Daf Samachim Let's do it, friends. So the Mishnah says that in the Beis Hamikdash, they would um, at the end they wouldn't just say like Baruch Atah Hashem Chon and Adas or something. They would say like Baruch Atah Hashem Lokei Sub Min Olam Bar Olam, etc. So the Gemara says Kolkach Lama. Why all of this? I don't really understand what this Kolkach Lama question is. The Fishayin Onin Amin BeMikdash because they don't say. Uh, amen in the base of Mikdash, right? They, you know, normally we say, somebody says a bracha, you say Amen, right? So, but in the base of Mikdash, they wouldn't say Amen, they would say, Baruch Shem Kvod Machuso Lalem Vod. Uminayin She'ein Onen Amen B'Mikdash. How do we know that they don't say Amen in the base of Mikdash? Shenema, as the Pasuk says, Kumu Baruchu Es Hashem Alekechem Mena Olam Vara Olam. That this is a Pasuk from Nehemiah. Uh, basically, a whole bunch of like Levim got up and they said, Go and bless, um, Hashem, your God, mina olam v'ar olam. So that's like the bracha, right? The Omer, and it says, "Vivarchu Hashem kvodach umromu makabrachu sihila," and they will bless <coughs> your um, honorable name, which, after all, which even after all their blessings, your name is still even more lofty than anything that they could, po- any way that they could possibly praise you, which is basically the same thing as Baruch Hashem kvod machuso l'olam v'od. So that's how we see that in the base of Mikdash. Uh, they would say, "Kilu baruchat Hashem lokeisam in olam v'ar olam," and then the response would be, "Baruch Hashem kvod machuso l'olam v'ed." Yachol kol abrachos kulan teilayin bracha tila achas. Is it possible that they would basically wait until the end of all the brachos, right? And then after like all the brachos, they would say, "Baruch Hashem kvod machuso l'olam v'ed." Tamlo mamram makabrachos tihilak akabrachos bracha teilo tihila. No, after each and every single bracha, they would say, "Baruch Hashem kvod machuso l'olam v'ed." Fine. Very exciting stuff. So it says in the Mishnah that they made a takana that people should, when they say, when they greet each other, they should mention God's name like Hashem Imachem. I've had in mind for like the last week since I learned this, to like say Hashem Imachem to people instead of like Shalom Aleichem. I'm not sure I remember it even once, but maybe I'll get used to it. We'll see how it goes over. I don't know. Maybe it won't be that cool anyways. <clears throat> We'll have to see. My Va'omer. What's this Va'omer, right? The Pasuk base, the, the Mishnah basically gives four proofs for why you're allowed to say, for like saying Hashem's name, right? It brings one proof from Boaz, another one from the angel with Gidon. Then it brings another Pasuk from Mishle, and then it brings a Pasuk from Eisla uh, Sos Hashem. So let's see. My Va'omer. What are all these Pasukans? So Vichitim Boaz midaitid nafshikamer. So if you're going to say, yeah, granted that, sure, Boaz said Hashem imachem to the, to the harvesters in his field, but Boaz maybe was a maverick. Maybe he was doing his own thing, but we're not, we're not necessarily going to learn from that. So Tashma Hashem imcha giborachayl. So then we say, no, but we have this other Pasuk by this angel, by, um, with this angel by, by Gidon. So if, they, if it's good enough for the angel, then it's good enough for us. Fine. If you can say, yeah, but that was an angel saying to Gidon, we're not necessarily going to learn from that. So, Tashma al Tavos Kizakna Imecha. So, there's an interesting drasha on this pasuk of do not basically um, belittle, right? 
imecha uh, is like zikna zakna imecha is 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 sort of um, understood in this context to mean the elders of umascha, the elders right zikna umascha, the elders of your nation. Meaning, don't say that Boaz just did it on his own. No, rather you should be learning from the elders of your generation, and, and therefore if if Boaz. Um, you know, greeted the harvesters by saying Hashem Yimachem, so we can learn from that, and we can also say Hashem Yimachem and um, greet people saying God's name. The Omer and another pasuk is Eis Lasos Hashem that you are permitted to sort of nullify God's Torah um, if if it's in the interest of doing the will of God. So in this case, also to sort of, um, in a certain sense, profane God's name by just using God's name for just regular people. It's allowed since it's in the interest of um, of Bakesh Shalom Bradfeu, as Rashi in the Mishnah explained. Amarava Aikram Mireshe Lisefe Madrish Misefe Lireshe Madris. Rava points out that this pasuk can be learned either from front to end or from end to beginning, or beginning to end or end to beginning. So Mireshe Lisefe Madris. How would you learn out this pasuk from the beginning to the end? So Eis Lasos Lashem. It's the time to do for God. My Tam. How come Mishum Deferis Osecha? Right? So, the, we're doing for God because people are being, um, nullifying your Torah. Okay? You can also dash in the Pasuk from the end to the beginning. There are those who are made for your Torah, like Eliyahu on the mountain of Carmel, and I guess like over here, saying God's name, um, when just greeting your friend because of the interest of, um, do, you know, doing the will of God. Tanya, we learn in a brisa. Hillel Azokin Omer says Hillel Azokin. B'shasa machnisin pazer. At a time when the Torah scholars are like holding back their Torah and not sharing it with people, then it's your responsibility to go out and spread it. B'shasa mefazim. But if there are plenty of Torah uh, Torah scholars who are out and spreading the Torah, so then kanes, so then you just you know other people are doing it. You can then just go to the base medrash and 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 and, and learn. V'mra'isa dor shatorah chaviva alav pazer. If you see a generation that the Torah is beloved to them, will then go out and assist them and, and spread Torah. Yesh Vinosaf Od. Right? There are those who, who, who spread, uh, who, who are able to spread and gain even more. Meaning, so in this case, he would, um, be spreading Torah and it would be a very good thing. But if you see a generation that they are not fond of the Torah, well then, Kanes, then, Hold back and don't go out spreading Torah if they're not going to be receptive. It's time to do for God and to just stick to yourself and learn on your own without, instead of going out and spreading Torah because they fear Sarasacha because they are not, um, you know, because they are nullifying the Torah and not giving and not giving it respect. Darsh Barkapara Darshan Zalas, if merchandise is being sold for cheap, Kabots Kane Mina. So then you should go and uh, purchase a whole bunch of it because it's cheap and then you could buy it, right? Buy low, sell high. Interesting stuff going on in the stock market these days. Basa delays gavar, gvar. In a place where there is no um, person. So you should talk and be a person, Darton. Amr Abai, meaning in a place where there's no Tamar Chacham. So, if, so you could be the Tamar Chacham. So Amr Abai, Shmamina Basa de Isgvar. So Abai says, and that implies that in a place where there is um, 
uh, a person there, well then you shouldn't be. Kilo, if there's a place where they already have a Tamil Chacham, so then you shouldn't be the Tamil Chacham there. So Pshita, this is obvious. Now the, the reason why Abaya to say this is meaning in it, if you go to a place where there's already Tamil Chacham, but you're equally as much of a Tamil Chacham as that person, um, even so in that place, do, do not replace him, you know. And if, if they already have a person there, do not replace that person. Darj Kapara, Says Kapara, what is a small little parsha that, that all bodies of Torah are dependent on the small little parsha? So this little pasuk, it says, In all of your ways, you should know God. And He will straighten out your ways. So if, if in every single thing that you do, in whatever you do in life, Right, you have in mind that um, there's some kind of spiritual um, aspect to it, or you're doing it, you know, as a, a with God in mind to some less to some degree. So then He will straighten out your ways and and ensure that you succeed. Amarava said, Rava Vera, even if you're doing an avera. And then there's a a note over here in the Gospel of which adds, Vamra Papa and says, Rav Papa, this is what people say, If you have a, a thief. Who basically tunneled into somebody's house, so clearly he's doing something wrong. He's robbing somebody, yet he's still going to pray at the entrance to this tunnel that he built that it, that that he should should succeed. Bakapara taught that a person should always teach his child a very uh, lightweight and clean profession. Mahi, what is that? Uh, that seems to be defined as um, cutting gems, cutting diamonds, right? It's a business that I guess, you know, better I guess to cut the diamonds than to mine for them. Uh, but you want a, uh, the goal is to get a business that is, I guess, profitable and uh, not too uh, difficult, whatever. I don't know, maybe whatever. There's all sorts of interesting professions that are nice that check those boxes, I guess. But that's the goal. Right, a, a a profession that is a nice, clean profession that I guess is also profitable. Tanya, we learn in the Brisa. Rabbi Omer says, Rabbi, um, al adam reim beso. A person shouldn't have too many friends around his house. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, ish reim That if you have a person who has too many friends, so you can end up uh, leading to like fights and stuff. So Tanya, Rebbe Omer, says Rebbe, Al Yamana Adam Apatropos Basokbeh. So a person shouldn't, uh, say, you know, appoint like a, what, like a butler or something in his house. So, somebody to basically take care of all of his affairs for him. She ilmule lo nitna, uh, lomina potifar, as Yosef Apatropos Basokbeh, so loba le oso davar. Right? The whole story with, uh, Yosef and the wife of Potifar only happened, be, you know, if, if, if Potifar wouldn't have, um, appointed Yosef to be taking care of his house, well, then that whole thing never would have happened, which, I mean, ultimately it ended up being okay, right? That sort of got the snowball thing that ended up with like Yosef being the king and everything. Well, assistant to the king. But in any event, um, the, all that, I guess there was also a lot of negative things that happened there as well. So all that happened because Potifar, um, appointed Yosef as sort of to take care of everything in his house. So better to just avoid that. Tani Rabbi Omer. How come the parsha of Nazir is immediate, right? Nazir, of course, is somebody who makes a vow a, a, um, that he's going to stay away from wine. He's not going to cut his hair. not going to become Tamei to mace him. So why is that immediately following the parsha of Sota, which has come up a few times as well, which is when um, a husband suspects his wife of 
being with another man, and then she goes to the base of Mikdash and has to drink this whole thing. So how come the Pasuk of Nazir, interestingly, comes immediately following Sota? So lo malach, to say to you, that anybody who witnesses a Sota in her degradation, when she's, uh, you know, on Harabayas, uh, you know, going through that whole drinking thing, so they will say, wow, you know, I'm never going near wine. Uh, the implication being that because of wine and partying too much, it leads to a, a sota situation. Somebody who sees that is just going to say, I don't want anything to do with that, and they'll become a Nazir. Amar Chizkiah, Brei, Rabbi Parnach, says of Chizkiah, the son of Rabbi Parnach, Amar Yochanan, in the name of Yochanan, Lama Nismacha Pasha Sota Lefajas Trumas, Umaisvis. How come the Parsha of Sota is immediately following a Parsha that talks about Truma and Maiser? Anybody has Truma and Maiser and he doesn't, doesn't give it to the Kohen. Sof Nitzach the Kohen, Aide Ishto. Well, then he's going to need uh, a Kohen because his wife uh, will uh, create a situation. There will be a situation with his wife in which he will suspect her of being with another man and then will have to go to um, the Beis Amikdash and uh, go th- and get a get a coin to do the whole sota drinking thing. That if a person right says that, well, that positive generally means yu means that a person with his like truma and stuff, it's up to him. He could choose whichever coin he wants to give it to, right? No coin is the right to just come and take a person's truma. The person has the is in control of who he can give his truma to. Um, but we're understanding it to be over here. If a person uh, ensures, if a person insists that his kiddoshav, that his truma, remains to him, i.e., he doesn't give it to a coin, the Samachle, it says right afterwards, ish ish kisista ishto, it gets into the whole parsha of sota, and it says by sota vevia ish as ishto vegomer, that'll bring his wife to the kohanim, etc. So we see that if he doesn't give truma and meiser, he's going to end up having to go to kohen anyways, uh, and this time in a much more um, uncomfortable context. Not only that, not only um, will you end up having uh, to go to the coin with the whole sota thing, but you'll actually need truma and meiser. What what truma and meiser? Meiser ani. You'll be a poor person, and you don't need other people's uh, donations. It says that a person is kachim lo yihu. I guess it's being darshan as like they are going to be needed ultimately for himself when he needs meiser ani. Amr of Nachum by Says of Nachum Yisach, "V'im nasnan nisanan sof misasher." But if he gives meiser, he gives all of his meiser properly. Well, then he's going to become wealthy. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, "Isha shayitin lekohen lo yiyeh." That right, if a right, if a person gives to the kohen as true meiser, then lo yiyeh, right, lo yiyeh mamon harbe. He's going to have a lot of money. So that's a little plug for giving meiser. Amar Avuna ben Amar Avuna bar Brechia Mishuma biElazar kapar. Anybody who mentions God's name or includes God's name when he's in a difficult situation, right? Such as when he says Baruch Daina Emes if somebody passes away, or if when he's in a situ- uh, difficult situation, he um, you know prays to God to help him. So then Kofun Lo Panasaso, we double his um, Parnasa, his you know income. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Vaya Shadai B'Tzarecha, right? If God will be uh, with you uh, in your difficult times, the kesef toafoslach, and we're defining toafos as to double. Therefore, we will double your money. Rabbi Shmuel Banachmani says that his um, parnasa, his money will fly to him like a fegala. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, and the money will fly to you.
Okay. Amr Abtevi, Amr Abyosha, says Abtevi in the name of Abyosha, call Amrape Atmo Midivay Torah, Embo Koachlamon Biom Torah. Anybody who weakens himself from the words of Torah, he will not have strength to stand on a difficult day. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Hisra Pisa Biom Torah, Tsar Kochacha. So Hisra Pisa, if you have weakened yourself from Torah, right? So Biom Torah, Tsar Kochacha, then on a difficult day, um, you will not have strength. Amr Rabbi Ami, Parmasna Amr Shmuel, Afil Mitzvah Achas, even if you only weakened, uh, were lax on like one mitzvah, then you're going, not gonna have your, uh, strength. Shnemai Sarpisa Mikomakum. It says that if you've been weak, if you've been lax, and just Mikomakum doesn't de- de- define how lax you've been, just any degree of being lax. Amr of Safra, says the Holy Rav Safra, Rabbi Abo, Av Mishtai, Rabbi Abo would say, when Hanina, the son of the brother of Rabbi Yoshua, so when Rabbi Yoshua ben Hanania, like the Rabbi Yoshua, when his nephew Rabbi Hanina went to Bavel, he continued to make leap years and establish months, whether they're 30 days or 29 days, etc., from Chutzlaretz. Now this is supposed to only be done in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim. And he was doing this from Chutzlaretz. So Shagra Acharev Shneita Midechachamim. So from Eretz Yisrael, they sent after Rabbi Chanina Ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua. Uh, they sent two Tamidechachamim after him to get him to stop this business. Rabbi Yosi Ben Kipar Uven Bnoshel Zchayer Ben Kvuta. They sent these two rabbis, Rabbi Yosi Ben Kipar and the grandson of Zchayer Ben Kvuta. Kevin Shura Osam Amrloim Lama Basen. So when um, Rabbi Chanina Ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua saw these two Tamil Chachamim, he said, wow, what are you guys doing here? They said, we came to learn Torah. So then, um, Rabbi Chanina ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua, he announced about these two Tamil Chachamim that came, these two men are among the greatest of the generation. And their fathers served in the Beis HaMikdash, in the temple. As we learned in Yoma, Zechari ben Kvutal Omer, that uh, Zechari ben Kvutal says, that um, Zechari ben Kvutal said that many times he read in front of the Kohen Gadol on the night of Yom Kippur from the book of Daniel. So we see that Zechari ben Kvutal served in the Beis HaMikdash by the, by the Kohen Gadol, and this is his grandson that was sent to Babel to stop uh, Rabbi Hanina. Ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua from making leap years and stuff in Babel. Now, something uh, peculiar started happening. Whenever Rabbi Hanina Ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua would say that something was Tameh, these two rabbis would say that it's actually Tahor, who also ve Matirim. He would say that something is Asur, forbidden. They would say it's permitted. So at that point then, Rabbi Hanina Ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua he then declared, These guys are, are, are nobodies. These guys are nudniks. They are like of, uh, I don't know, what's tohu? Like when the world was tohu before it existed, it's just like, I don't know, messed up kind of stuff. And they responded to Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Hanina ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua, and they said, well, too late, Buster. You already built us up to say that we are the greatest of the generation. You can't um, destroy that reputation now. It's too late. Um, 
Kvar gadarta viata yachol lifrots. You've already built a fence, you cannot breach it. Amr loyim, he said to them, Pnei ma'ani metami vata metayrim. He said to them, how come every time I say that something is tahor, you say, every time I say something is tame, you say it's tahor. Ani osir vata matirim. Every time I say that something is osir, you say it's mutter. Amr lo, mipnei shata ma'abir shonim v'kovea chadashim v'chutz l'aretz. They said to him, it's because you are making leap years and setting up, you know, the dates of the, 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 the length of the months in Chutzlarts. And that is not allowed. That's why we have come to try to, um, you know, uh, challenge you. Amr Loim, he said, so to which Rabbi Hanina ben Akhir Rabbi Yoshua said to them, Falo Akiva ben Yosef, I'm Abishan Chodashim Chutzlarts. But Rabbi Akiva apparently visited, uh, Naharda'a. Apparently Rabbi Akiva visited Chutzlarts and, um, apparently when he was there, he was, um, making leap years and setting months. So, he said, if Rabbi Akiva can do it, I can do it. Amrulo, they said to Rabbi Hanina, uh, Ben Achi Rabbi Yoshua, Hanach Rabbi Akiva, Shloheniach Kemos Baretz Yisrael. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva was different because there was nobody in Eretz Yisrael as great as, as him, that, therefore he was allowed to make leap years and set months from Chutzlaretz. Amrulayim, to which Rabbi Hanina, Ben Achi Rabbi Yoshua responded to them, also me. There's nobody as great as me in Eretz Yisrael. That's why I'm allowed to make leap years and set months in Chutzlarts. Amrulo, they said to him, They said that's not actually true. The, the young goats that you have left in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael have actually grown up to be very strong, uh, full-grown goats with horns, i.e., you know, the, the younger students that you left, that, that you left in Eretz Yisrael have actually grown up to be um, quite significant Tamid Chacham of, of their own right, and they should be making the leap years and setting the months, not you from Chutzlaretz. Veheim Shagunu Etzlecha, and they are the ones who have sent us to you to stop you. Vechein Amulanu, and this is what they have told us. Lechu go veimrulo and say to Rabbi Chinina Benachir Rabbi Yoshua, Bishmenu in our names, Imshomea Muto Vimlavye Benidui. If he listens, great, and he stops being uh, setting up uh, leap years and, and, and setting months in Chutzlarts. If he listens, then great. If not, then we will excommunicate him. And then also tell all the other people who are there in Bavil, Mutav, that if you're going to listen to us, i.e., to stop listening to Abchinina ben Achir Yoshua, then great. And if not, well, then you may as well, Yalu Lahar, you may as well go and find a mountain to go up to and serve a Vodazarah. Achia Yivnam is Beach. Uh, Achia, who was one of the great leaders of Bavel, he'll build a Mizbeach, an altar. Hananya Yenagim Bechinor. Hananya, who was a Levi. Right? Apparently, Rabbi Yoshua was a Levi. So he will play the harp. Vichpu Kulam. And he'll all just be kofar. He'll all just deny God. V'yomru Einlem Chelek Beloke Yisrael. And declare that you'd have no portion with the God of Israel. So that was pretty a pretty intense statement, declaration for these two Tamani Chachamim um, to say that Rabbi Hanina uh, ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua would be in a an excommunication if he doesn't listen to them, and that everybody else will be just be, be basically be considered kofrim deniers of God. So they all broke out. Go go They all cried out. They all broke down and cry in, in in crying in tears. and they said God forbid. So we do have a portion with the God of Israel. And how come they had to make such a big deal out of the fact that uh, Rabbi Hanina ben Achir Yeshua was making leap years and setting months in Chutzlaretz? Why is it so significant? 
Because it says that from Zion, the Torah goes out and the word of God from Jerusalem and therefore, um, you know, setting up leap years and setting months should be happening from Israel. It should not be happening from Chutzlar. Okay, so I understand, you know, if we're going to say that Rabbi Hanina ben Achir Rabbi Yeshua was saying that things were Tahor and they and these two rabbis were saying that they're Tamei, uh, that they're Tamei, that's fine because they're being Machmir. How could it be that Rabbi Hanina ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua was saying that things were Tameh and they were actually saying that it's Tahor? But I thought we learned in a Braisa. If one Chacham says that something is Tameh, his friend cannot say that it's Tahor. If he says that it's Asur, his friend cannot say that it's Mutar. So, Kasavi Kiechi Dlo Nigru Basre. Dlo Nigru Basre. Um, but they figured that in this case it would be allowed to be metaher, uh, that which Rabbi Chinina ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua was metaher, no, was metame. They said that they're allowed to say it's tahor, um, you know, it, with the goal, since there was that goal of making sure that um, people would not follow Rabbi Chinina ben Achir Rabbi Yoshua since he was doing something inappropriate by making leap years and setting months in chutzlars. The rabbis taught, When our rabbis entered into um, the vineyard in Yavne, so Rashi explains that it wasn't literally a vineyard. It was actually because, you know, the students, I guess, in the yeshiva, they would sit in rows, just like the rows of a vineyard, right? So the sort of, it sounds almost like the yeshiva in Yavne. So there were there four Tanaim, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Nechemya, who were all students of Rabbi Akiva, also, I'm not sure if he was as well. Anyways, So they all opened up and they started by, um, you know, talking in the honor of their host, right? Sometimes we'll go to like a place and somebody will get up to speak and will say that he wants to be This is where it comes from, right? To uh, open, to start off by thanking, by honoring the host. And they, they gave little shtickle Torahs. Pasach Rabbi Yehuda, Rosh Hamadabim B'chomakim, so Rabbi Yehuda, who was the first speaker in every place, and this is re- referencing a Gemara in Shabbos that we'll learn in around a month from now. So B'chavod Torah, and he started uh, in, in, in the honor of Torah, which is interesting because we just said that they all opened up in the honor of the host, and uh, Rabbi Yehuda, who was the first one to speak, actually um, was at, opened up talking about the honor of the Torah. V'darash and Idarshin, U'moshiyikach esa'ol v'natalom mechutz lamachne, right? That after the whole thing with the Cheda Egel, um, it says that Moshe took the Ohel Moed and he, he pitched it outside of the entire camp of Israel. And we make a Kavachomer. Right? The Ark of God that Moshe moved outside of the camp of Israel. And the camp of Israel was 12 mil. Amr Torah, the Torah says, Right? Anybody who was a Mavakesh Hashem, anybody who was a seeker of God, would walk those 12 mil in order to go to the Aaron and to go to Moshe. Right? Who travel from one city to another city, from one country to another country, in order to study Torah, certainly they would be called seekers of God. The Abish just spoke to Moshe face to face. The Abish just said to Moshe, Moshe, you and I, we will have like uh, happy faces in, in, in discussing halacha. Those who say, this is what the Ebishter said to Moshe, 
למשה. כשם שאני הסברתי לך פונים, כך אתה אסביר פונים לנסוע ואחזור האור למקומו. So the Abishter says to Moshe, just like I showed you a happy face, you know, uh, uh, when, even though after the Chet Egel, you know, I took care of you ultimately, so I want you to show a favorable face to the Jewish people and return the Oel Moed back into the camp and not leave it outside of the camp. V'shav ala machne v'gomer, Amr Rabbi Abou, Amr la Kadosh Baruch Hu l'Moshe, the Ebeshter said to Moshe, Achshav yomru harab b'chaz v'tamud b'chaz Yisra mateleim. Now they will say, well, if God is angry for the, because the Yidin made the Chere um, Egel, and even their leader is angry, that Moshe, right, Moshe is angry, we, we see that he moved his uh, tent outside of the camp of Israel. So, right, oh, so then people will say, what's going to be with the Yidin? If God's angry with them and their leader's angry with them, so, who, you know, what's going on with these people? They're like in limbo. So rather, God said to Moshe, If you are, you know, willing to return the tent, the Oel Moed, to its proper place in the camp, then good. If not, then Yoshua Benun, your student, will serve instead of you. This is what the puzzle says, and you will return to the um, camp. Amar Rava said, Even so, this thought, you know, even just the thought of Yoshua ben Nun serving instead of Moshe, that didn't become completely uh, nullified. Shnemar, as it says, that Yoshua ben Nun, the lad, uh, did, never moved from within the Oel, i.e. he still, I guess, uh, preserved a very uh, significant position there um, by Moshe ben Nun. And Rabbi Yudah said another shtikl Torah um, in the honor of Torah. Vidarash and he said, Haskes Ushma Yisrael. Right, so we learned this actually in the con- in the context to learn that you have to have kavana when you say Shema, right? Haskes, pay attention, Ushma Yisrael, when you're saying Shema Yisrael. But um, the Pazza says, pay attention, Israel. Hayom On this day, you have become a nation. What do you mean? Is that the day that the Torah was given to the Yidin? When Moshe Rabbeinu said, Haskes Ushma Yisrael, was that the day that the Torah was given to the Yidin, that it says that on this day you have become a nation? That was at the very end of 40 years. They'd, got, they'd received the Torah 40 years old, earlier. That's when they had become um, a nation. Rather to teach you that the Torah is so beloved, beloved on the people who learn it every single day that it's like the day that they received the Torah from, from Mount Sinai. Amar bitanchum brei derichia ish kfar ako teda you should know shreelim koy kriashma shachros vaivis person reads kriashma every day and every night ve erev echad eno kore domek mishalokar kriashma meolam and one night he doesn't read kriashma it's as if he never read kriashma his entire life I'm not exactly sure how to understand this uh, I don't I think maybe I looked at him the safari and they said like um, because he can't make it up or something like ilu each thing is its own self-contained unit and I guess because of that. You know, every day is new. Every day is significant in its own right. Haskes, asu kitos, kitos, vaskubatora. Oh, so haskes is like make katim, make groups, make make lots of little groups and study Torah. The fishena Torah nicknames el bechabura because the only way for Torah to be acquired is with a chabura, and that's why we have the WhatsApp group, right? And that way, we're not all just studying Torah on our own, but we're coming together and we can discuss it. Like Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Chanina, the Amr Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Chanina, my dechsev cherav al abadim v'no alu that the sword is in the um, like liars, the fake people v'no alu, and they will become 
uh, I guess, silly. Uh, there is a sword on, you know, a euphemism for the Tamide Chacham, who are sitting alone and studying Torah. Not only that, they become stupid. It says over here, Vino Alu. And it says, after, um, it says, Ana Tashis Aleinu Chatas Hashanu Anu Vashachatanu. It says that after Miriam got Saras. I don't know why No Anu there means like being stupid, but the Gemara wants to assume that over there means being stupid. So also if you, um, study Torah by yourself, you will become stupid. But oh, not only that, El Shechotim. You are gonna sin. Shenamar Vashachatanu. Right? It says, Hashanu Anu Vashachatanu. So also if you learn, if you study Torah alone, you are sinning. Ibai Seimah. If you want to say Mehacha from here, Noalu Sare Tzoan. Okay, that the um, that the officers of Tzoan became like I don't know, stupid or confused. Davar Acher, or another way to understand Haskes Ushma Yisrael is Kitesu Atzmechem Adivrei Torah. Break yourselves on Divrei Torah, right? The Amr Reish Lakish, as Reish Lakish says, the Amr Reish right, the Amr Reish Lakish, Minayin She'in Divrei Torah Miskaimin El Bemisha Meimis Atzmalel. Divrei Torah are only going to be established when somebody who kills himself over there, over it. It doesn't literally mean to kill yourself, but it means to, you know, work really hard to try to accomplish, uh, in Torah. Shnemar, Zosa Torah, this is the Torah. How do you, Kilu, acquire the Torah? Adam Kiyomus Baal, somebody who kills himself in the Oel Torah, right? In the, in the study halls, in the base Medrash. Somebody who's, you know, willing to be stuck on, on one word of Rashi for a week, right? So he might be stuck for that week, but that's a little, that's how it'll become a Tamil Chacham. Is by really, really putting in the time and the effort and the investment and killing himself to really be able to 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 thrive with Torah study. Right. So has means to listen and then afterwards ask questions. Right. First, listen to your teacher. Get it the first time around. Even if you have questions, then once you get it the first time around, that is when you um you know start to then break it down and ask questions and really get into the details. But first, sort of do a peripheral understanding of it. Right, listen to your teacher, don't interrupt, and then afterwards you kind of break it down and try to get to the to the uh, depths of it. Also, in computer programming, there's something called um, red-green refactor. I think I said that right. Right, basically, first you start with a failing test, and then you just make the test pass, which is how you're like your first time around when you're writing software, and then you refactor to make it to make it actually like good quality code. But first, you just want to get it to work. That's the first um, focus, and then you and then you get it to sort of look good. Kedurava, like Rava, the Amar, Rava, the Olam, Yomod, Adam, Torah, the Acharkach, Yege. A person should always, um, first study Torah and then go Be'iun, right? First, get like a peripheral understanding and then go into the, uh, depths of what you're, uh, doing. Very cool. Very, very cool stuff. Cause also, like, if you only want to get to the depths right away, so sometimes that could prevent, could prevent you from even starting, right? Or getting too far, accomplishing. Right? Sometimes if you just kind of keep things moving, then you can come back to it and go deeper. But sometimes if you just kind of get stuck at the beginning, so then, you know, you might just get kicked off real early. Amr de Verabiyane, they say by the Bismedjit of Verabiyane, Maidich said, what is that which says, Kimitz Chalav Yotzi Chema, that churning milk, uh, creates butter. Umitz Af Yotzi Dam, uh, basically squeezing your nose too much is going to cause it to bleed. Umitz Apaim Yotzi Riv, and if you kind of like, squeeze anger so then fighting will come out of that in who do you find the cream the butter of Torah somebody who's willing to vomit out the milk that he nursed from his mother on it meaning I think the point is that similar to like what Reish Lakish was saying that 
you know, even if you'll accomplish in Torah, if you're willing to like kill yourself over it, if you're willing to give up everything in order to study Torah and understand Torah. Umitzaf, yotzidam, and what does it mean that sort of, I don't know, squeezing your nose, or so af is also anger, right? So yotzidam, that will have a result of blood. So any student who his teacher gets angry at him and he's able to sort of um, accept it as accept the rebuke and not just run off. So then he will be a tamar chacham and he'll be able to tell the difference between tamay nida blood and tahor nida blood. I.e., he will become a tamar chacham. Umitzapayim yotzi riv and the mitzapayim uh, right. And if you have like a lot of anger. Yotzi Riv, then it will have a result of Riv. What does that mean? Right? If it's Apayim, if, if you have a student who is able to handle it when his, when his teacher gets angry even multiple times, Vishosek, and he's quiet and he accepts it, he will be a Tamachacham on the level that we will be able to tell the difference between Dine Mamnos, monetary matters and, and capital matters, i.e., he'll be a, a, a big Tamachacham and a big Dayan. The uh, Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shmuel Omer says, Rabbi Shmuel Ochoa says, "Sheishchakim." If a person wants to become wise, wants to become very smart, Yasod with Dine Mamnus, he should learn Dine Mamnus, right? Bavakama, Bavmitzia, all that stuff. Sheein lecha miktsah b'Torah Yosemehen, because you don't have um, a sort of a, a, a part of the Torah that is more um, sort of significant, more difficult, more more lofty, I guess, than them. Sheein kemayan oveh, because they are like a um, flowing, strengthening spring. What does the pasuk mean? Im navalta beisnase vim zamosa yad lepe. So kamen abel atzma al divrei Torah sofu leisnase. Anybody who sort of make you know disgraces himself on divrei Torah, i.e., he's 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 happy to ask questions, right? He's not embarrassed that well. If I ask this question, maybe people are going to make fun of me. No, the only way to grow in Torah is to be able to ask the silly questions and make himself. You know, risk run, making a fool of himself, but then sofalis nasin. Then he's going to be a great Torah scholar. Vim zamam. But if he kept his, if he muzzled his mouth, if he kept, if he kept quiet, it was then then yad the pet. Well, then when somebody comes to ask him a Torah, he will, uh, a question, he won't know the answer. He'll have to cover his mouth, and he won't be able to answer. But if he would have um, not, you know, not cared too much about his ego and um, asked the questions, he would have learned, and he, you know, he would be able to um, share it with others and and be great. Pasach Rabbi Nechemia b'chvorachsanya. So Rabbi Nechemia then um, took the microphone from Rabbi Yehuda, and he then opened up in the honor of the host, Vidarash, and he expounded. Ma'adichsev. What does the pasuk says? Vayomer Shaul Lakeni. That when Shaul was um, fighting Amalek and destroying Amalek, he said to the descendants of Yisrael, "Lechu suru, go get out of here. Redu mitoch Amaleki, get away from the Amalek people. Pen osifcha imo, lest I." Uh, you know, end up killing you with them because I won't be able to differentiate while I'm in battle. And you have done, right, and your ancestor, Yisrael, did chesed with all of Bnei Yisrael. And Rashi says, as it says that, um, that they all ate, right, he provided bread for them and he sustained them, he gave them food. Yisrael who only brought, you know, brought close Moshe or came to Moshe for his own honor, and yet, because he hosted Moshe and fed them, that is how he was rewarded. That even his, you know, generations later, we were still repaying the the favor. Somebody, a host, 
who hosts Tamir Chachamim in his house, and he um, gives him food and drink and, and gives him benefit from his possessions. Certainly, he will be rewarded very, very handsomely. Rabbi Yossi then opened up in the honor of the host, and he expanded. The Pasuk says, do not sort of uh, act negatively towards an Edomite because he's your brother, Esav. And do not act negatively towards an Egyptian because you are, uh, after all, an alien in his um, country. Right, the Mitzrayim, who only brought the, the Jews close for their own needs, for their own benefits, Shenemar, it says, Right, that Paro, when the brothers of Yosef came to Egypt, he says, and if you know that any of them are very strong, so we can put them in my military. So he was really only looking for his own benefit. And yet, for all generations, we say that you shouldn't act negatively towards an Egyptian because he hosted you. So, a host who hosts Samit HaChachamim and he gives them, you know, food and drink and lets them benefit from his possessions, from his property, certainly then, um, um, you know, he will be rewarded handsomely by God for many generations. Okay, and with that, we, uh, we're going to stop here on Da'af Samach Gimel. I look forward to meeting, seeing everybody tomorrow for the final page of, or really the final Amud, of Masechta Brachos, Daf Samach Dalit. So yeah, there were some cool agaditas today about kind of, you know, perspectives towards learning Torah, studying Torah, and um, yeah, the cool drashas agaditas that we've, uh, yeah, continuation of sort of lots of the agadic theme of this chapter. Um, cool, I hope you guys have a sweet, sweet, sweet day. Peace.